everybody, it is the Elemental Podcast live on Monday, August 6, 2018. It's 9.51 in the morning. Weather looking pretty shitty. Traffic is flowing, though. Uh, Team PDU, prepare to get dry, even though it looks like it's going to be a rainy day here in Grand Rapids. And uh, please, everybody, for the love of all that is holy in Mecca, can we make America smart again? Question mark? Exclamation point. Semicolon that I'm not even really sure what the fuck it's used for. Semicolon. Hope you had a good weekend, everybody. Had a good time, had some good things going on in your life. Tomorrow's voting day, everybody, at least here in Grand Rapids. Uh, go vote. Vote for that guy, vote for this girl, vote for neither of them, vote for the green person, whoever the hell you want to vote for, just get out there and vote. Get yourself that sticker. I want you to go out, I want you to vote, I want you to get that sticker. And then I want you to take a picture of you wearing that sticker. And then I want you to post it on the Elemental Podcast page. And I want you to let me know that you did indeed go vote. You were doing your civil deed. Your civil duty. Your civil uh, shepherd. Because <laughs> you're a goddamn good American. I'm going to go vote. We'll see. We'll see if the people I vote for win. I usually lose. I usually pick the loser. But we'll see what happened. Uh, weird things happened, everybody. I uh, I got to go do a show on Thursday night, way down there in uh, Saint Joseph, Michigan. Good old Saint Joe's down in czars czars is the name of the club and it's uh, down in the basement of this building and when you walk down there it looks like a bowling alley this the carpet had to have been taken from a bowling alley or it was supposed to go to a bowling alley and somehow they got it because it's just wicked colorful and it's a glow in the dark kind of thing and you're like oh god but uh, they do a comedy show there. I think it's monthly, and uh, it's usually a good time. People got to pay to come so they know what they're doing. They got that good old sandwich board out there on the sidewalk going, Hey, everybody, comedy tonight with comics you've never heard of before. We don't know if they're any good, but come on down. Uh, they came to us cheap. <laughs> And uh, we did the show, and there's a new guy uh, who who hosts the show, and then I just featured, and then my buddy Billy Bushart, good old Billy Boy Bushart, closed out the show, and uh, I love Billy. He asked me to find a feature for him, and I threw a couple of dudes at him, and uh, none of them could do it, so then I just told Billy... I'll, I'll come down there and, and pick up some cash and maybe sell some shirts and tell some jokes. And uh, it was it was not too bad. You know, I don't know, 50, 60 people there. It was all right on a Thursday night. And uh, 
the there was a guest spotter though everybody and a guest spotter is normally like a comic who's working out some new material they they're a comic who's maybe a little more established or seasoned and uh, when i say this guy was seasoned i mean he was seasoned by life the guy who guest spotted was easily 80 plus years old but uh, he's only done 21 shows and because that was how that was his introduction he wanted everyone to know this was his 21st time getting on stage and uh, this is how much of a sense of humor this old man had because he's like yeah this is my 21st time on stage i'm like well you're finally legal now and he just stood there and he stared at me and i was like well good luck sir uh, please tell jokes about World War II. You were there. Speak about your point of view. And uh, this old man, um, he got on stage and then he just, he sat down. And there's nothing I hate more than when a comic sits down. There's just something wrong about it to me. Uh, it's telling me that you're lazy. Uh, it's telling me that more than likely you're going to be uninteresting and uh so i asked the mc because i didn't know this guy at all i'm like does he need to sit down or is it just part of the shtick is it kind of like sit around the crank the campfire here grandpa's gonna tell you a story and uh that that's kind of what it was maybe he needed to uh, you know i get if you're old and you got bad legs or whatever this that then then fucking sit down and then this guy he just proceeded to tell as you can only imagine he would he, he's telling like street jokes and even if they weren't street jokes even if they were things that he thought of they just sound like street jokes you know it's the whole thing of like two guys and a german shepherd walk into a bar that that kind of thing of like uh shit like the, the shit didn't happen okay like all right you, maybe you're you're clever here and this and that whatever but you're like fuck and fuck this and i find stuff like that completely this interesting but and, and and guys like this also don't understand the concept of time and i hate that too like if you get five minutes of time you do your five minutes of time and this guy proceeded to do more than five minutes of time which you know i mean what are you gonna say to this old dude right i mean what are you gonna say to him other than i i hope you die soon ah <laughs> uh, so then he he finally gets us uh, sh shuffled off and I go on, and, and uh, again, because I'm I'm nearing the end of it all. This is it's all coming to an end, everybody. It's going to stop. And by when I say when I say it's coming to a stop, I mean I'm going to stop whenever the hell I want. Uh, I'll continue to do it, but I'm not going to pursue this as this, sh this is shit I need to do. And it's freeing when you're at that point because you yeah, whatever this this could be my last show ever. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to do what I want and i did and i did jokes i'd never told before on stage and it's freeing and and it worked uh because i don't care i can put everything into it and i go ah go fuck yourself i don't care and uh, i only had to do 20 minutes too god damn that's not a lot of time so i just i crammed in what i could and i had a good show and i'm sitting there in the back and then something happens which which i hate i hate a whole lot 
because I'm just sitting there in the back of the room with Jamie and uh, just watching Billy. Good old Billy Bushart. And this woman comes up to me, like on her way to the bathroom, and she comes up to me and she goes, I just wanted you to know that I liked you better. And, uh, you know, while I appreciate the fact that she liked my shit, you don't need to compare me to the other comic, right? This is how, this is my tip to you, everybody. If you're listening to this and you ever go to a comedy show, this is what I want you to do. If you like one comic more than another comic, I just want you to go up to them and go, hey, that was a great show, thanks. And then buy their merch or whatever. Because uh, you don't, it's not a competition. Um, it's not like we're at the Olympics. Uh, it's not like there's a Russian judge over there giving us an 8.9. We're just telling jokes. And I get, uh, the comedy is subjective. And someone might like me. Someone might have liked the old fuck the best. Uh, I hope they die if they did. But it's quite possible. So you don't need to do it, right? You don't need to do it. You don't go to a, a concert and walk up to a band and go, I liked you better than those other fucks. You don't do that. You just say, hey, man, you were great. And then whatever you do, if you do say you like someone, buy their goddamn merch because this lady didn't buy my merch. Maybe she was bigger than the double X that I had. I didn't have her size. Maybe that's it. But it's always bothersome to me when that happens. And then I had something really weird happen to me last week. I didn't talk about it when I was down in Saugatuck. I probably should have. But I have this one-liner joke that I tell where I say, I drive a really small car to compensate for my huge dick. Right? Pretty funny uh, wordplay just to take off on, you know, guys driving big trucks got small dicks. So I, I flipped it around. I made it funny. I'm an incredibly humorous, funny person. But uh, after the show, this guy comes up to me and he tells me he likes that joke. And he proceeds to tell me, he's like, yeah, man, I uh, really like that joke you got about small car, man. I got, uh, got myself uh, one of them uh, golf cart things, you know, because, uh, you know, because of the N-word. And uh, he did not say N-word. He said the full-out racial slur, which I'm really not sure how he gets to that when I'm when he's talking about my joke about big dick and, and small car. Maybe it's because he's thinking black people got big dicks or something, another weird stereotype that I don't quite understand. Uh, and so, like, what do you do? Like, I'm like, in my brain, I'm like, okay, this guy's crazy. Uh, I, I don't know what to say to him. So I'm just going to kind of uh, nod my head and look around and see if security is close by, which there was not because in these one-nighters, there's never any kind of security. So he proceeds to tell me how he had a golf cart and then he bought a smart car for $3,000 and essentially just turned the smart car into a golf cart. I'm like, okay. Thanks for the story. I don't really know what that had anything to do with anything and why you thought I'd want to hear the story, but whatever. And then he didn't buy a shirt either. Uh, fuck. So just buy a shirt, everybody. Just buy a shirt. And speaking of shirts, I got six-member Mafia shirts. 
everybody. Uh, currently I have, uh, I think I got two larges and one extra large, and I got three people who want double X's. So I'm going to put in an order. I'm going to put in order today, or at least I'm going to get a hold of my shirt people and go, can you just make me three shirts? And then uh, we'll go from there, everybody. So if you would like one, 20 bucks, and that would include, include shipping and handling, everybody. I will ship and mail that stuff to you for the low, low cost of $20. It's a black shirt with yellow type on the front. It just says Six Member Mafia with uh, Elemental Podcast underneath it. So if you'd like one, get at me, everybody. Get at me. But last Thursday was also Adventure Thursday. It was an adventure. And uh, it was it was the worst Adventure Thursday we've had. Um, we just went to go try new things. We went down to Holland, Michigan. We went to Dutch Village. Because what else is there to do? If you live down in Holland, you want to go to Dutch Village. And we did. We took a wean dog with us. I, you know, I didn't want to be gone all day and, and not being able to take wean dog. And, and part of it, too, is just because we were going to be gone that night at the show. Like, I'm okay with being gone for, for a period of time during the day, but then we're home at night with wean dog. So, wean dog likes her dad and mom time. So, uh, we took wean dog and we found out, like, hey, yeah, bring in the dog. So, we brought in the dog. And uh, I. I'd been to Dutch Village like 20 years ago, so I forgot all about this place. And, uh, boy, it's boring. Uh, if you're an adult, uh, avoid it. All the costs. If you have children, I guess maybe they'd like it. Um, they, they do have like a petting zoo. There's like goats and pigs and sheep, and there was a llama. Or no, I guess it was probably an alpaca. There's, I, I'm not really sure the difference between a llama and an alpaca. I think an alp, alpaca is smaller and maybe a little softer. And maybe they look different. I, I don't really know. I don't really care. But there was some beast of that nature there. And then, I, I don't know, for some reason they got a, a, a Ferris wheel and a merry-go-round. You know, they got little rides for the kids. And uh, they got things that you can read about Dutch stuff. And like I, I, you know, the the was a, the Dutch people have this china that they ripped off actually from China. It's like blue dye, and I, whatever. I none of it interests me. They got dikes. By dikes, I mean dams, and maybe they got dikes, real dikes. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. It was very boring. The best part about it, they had ice cream. We we got ice cream. <laughs> at Dutch Village. So we just wandered around. Wean Dog was pretty well behaved. She can be a little weird sometimes around people. She gets a little nervous, but she did good. No one else had dogs, though. It made me nervous, you know, like if Wean Dog took a big old honking steamer. We got bags to take care of it, but you know how some people can get kind of weird about stuff. But uh, we wandered around and we're like, all right, this is lame. This is lame as shit. Uh, so we left, and there was like a, a buy one, get one half off or something at this other place called, uh, I think it's just Windmill Island, in, which is in Holland as well. So we drove over there to Windmill Island. And Windmill Island uh, is also boring as shit. Um, they, it's just kind of like a botanical garden. 
and then there's this big old windmill right it's a, it's an actual windmill from uh dutchland which would also be holland or the netherlands and uh it was hot as balls that day everybody and and i don't do very well when i'm just kind of walking around and in the sun and the heat and I'm, we're just looking at flowers and i like flowers as much as the next guy but to sit around just look, hey look it's a flower and here's a bush and look a tree and more flowers i'm like i i've, I've seen flowers to me it's one of those things of like i've seen it i've seen it once i don't necessarily need to see it again i'm not impressed i'm like it's great uh everything's very well manicured and you're just looking at it, and I just don't, I don't have a need for it. I, I kind of like hands-on interactive stuff, and there is no hands-on interactive stuff in any of these places, really. So, and then, so we went over to the windmill, because it's big, it's like three, four stories, and, and they made a big deal about this thing, because it actually came from Holland, and the Dutch people are fucking weird about their windmills. They're very protective, for some reason, about windmills, and apparently... This windmill had fallen into disrepair in in Holland. And so someone wanted to actually take care of it and move it over here to the States and move it to Michigan. And the Dutch people get fucking weird about it because they're like, this is our windmill and this is our culture. I'm like, well, then why are you letting it fall to shit? So, But they eventually work things out between the ambassadors, I guess, between the countries and... They move this thing over, and uh, we were going to go into it and walk around, but they don't let uh, dogs in. So no wean dogs allowed. They are uh, racist and prejudiced against wean dogs. And that is some bullshit, everybody. So we just walked around more. They had a pasture with horses, and a horse came over. I think the horse saw, actually saw a wean dog and wanted to check out a wean dog. Like, what the hell is that little horse thing? Is that a little pony? What the hell is that? And uh, it came over. And we were petting it a little bit. And then other kids came over. And the other kids came over and scared us away. Because uh, I'm not a huge fan of kids. So we ran away. So would I tell you to go do those things? No. Fuck no. Dutch Village, Windmill Island. Thumbs down. Unless you're 80 years old. And you like uh, botany. That then go to Windmill Island, and uh, if you got kids, little kids, like I'd say under the age of 10, then you can go to Dutch Village. Then the people who work at Dutch Village and Windmill Island, they all are wearing like authentic Dutch clothes, you know, they got on their uh overalls and they're wearing dumb headgear, and it looks all really, really hot and stupid to me, but uh, they do you got to make it authentic right? Heaven forbid you're not authentic at Dutch Village. But I would pass. There was a third thing that we tried to do um, and we did go do it. Uh, and it was probably the coolest thing that we were going to do. But uh, in Banger, Michigan, Banger, I hardly know her. Um, there. <laughs> Their school mascot in Banger is they are the Vikings, right? Kind of cool. Nickname Vikings, not too bad. Minnesota Vikings, uh, you know, good football team last year. Maybe they'll do decent this year. But for some reason, the Vikings, 
have an actual like Viking statue. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna fucking Google it here. Um, and it's this big thing, and there's something special about the banger. I can't find it now. I'm sorry, everybody. I failed you. I'd let you down. But they have this big Viking, and there's something special about these Vikings. Like, someone made them, and he only made, like, six or whatever. You know, And when I say they're big, I mean they're, like, 20 feet high big. Like, they're, these are just some big fucking things. So, Bangor, Michigan is close to St. Joe's. So, we're like, all right, we'll, we'll drive down there to Bangor, check out this cool Viking, and then we'll just go to the show that I had. And I'm like, all right. So we drive down. Bangor, Michigan is a little podunk town. There's no reason for it to be there. Uh, but and, but we got there and we found it. Google took us right to it. We're like, all right, thanks, Google. You did your job. Appreciate it. You got us here safely. And uh, this Viking is way out by the football field. And it's right by one of the goalposts. And it's huge. And for whatever reason, they have the entire football stadium is like locked up, chain link fenced, which just kind of blows because there's a track there. And like, how cool would it be for people just to like go walk around the track in the summer? You know, like who's in banger? It's just old people and kids have them like do laps and they can walk and whatever, but they got it all locked up, locked up. So I'm just like, all right, I want to go and I want to see this goddamn Viking, right? So because uh, you know I drove all this way for it and I'm like I don't want to take pictures of it through the fence where I'm like you know uh 50 miles away from it and um but it looks like I have to because we're, we're walking all the way around and everything's locked up there's no way to do it and uh there's a couple spots where there's an actual gate where you can swing the door open and there's you know a little bit of space that maybe if if uh you're smaller you could swing your way through and so i'm trying to swing my way through and i just i can't do it and then i'm thinking all right uh hey this is a good idea i'm almost 50 years old let's climb this fucking fence you know and the fence like a good i don't know 10 12 feet high or whatever and I'm trying to get my foot up on this one post, and I can't, nah, I can't. I am not flexible. I can't bend up my leg. I can't do high kicks or anything. I just can't. I've, I have failed. I'm pulling a hamstring in my leg. I'm, I'm, I'm not about it. So there's also, it's weird. They have, uh, you know, football lights up there. And in one of the football lights, there's a big old nest. Now, I don't know what bird was in this nest and there were birds in this nest and i know it to be a fact because the the mama bird i'm assuming it's the mama bird is just flying around way up high screaming its head off i'm assuming it's screaming its head off at both jamie and i because we're close to the nest and by close i mean not even fucking close because it's a good 50 feet high up in the in the fucking light stand like there's no i can't climb this 12 foot fence bird i'm not climbing up the, the light post to, to take a peek at your baby birds, it's not happening. But this thing, Jamie and I, for whatever reason, we assume that this thing is an osprey. We we have both decided and declared that as an osprey. Uh, neither of us is exactly sure what an osprey is, but we have decided that it, it's an osprey up there. And it is uh, cackling at us and, and squawking. It's like, Bruh! 
dog. And we're like, what the hell? And I'm thinking, uh, you know, it's early August. Football season's going to start soon. Like, are these birds going to be out of here in like two to three weeks? Because I can't imagine that uh, you, you, the bird's not going to be happy because there's going to be hordes of people. Is it going to like dive bomb people? Is it going to take big old piles of steamers on people? And uh, so we Googled it. Thanks, Google. And uh, we wanted we wanted to see. Apparently, an osprey is like otherwise known as like the seahawk. It's the seahawk. And we weren't necessarily near any like bodies of water, so it probably wasn't an osprey. But it did say ospreys will continuously return to uh, their nests. Like when these babies are born, they will come back to these nests, and and there you go. So. That nest has been up there for years. I would have assumed at some point someone would have gone up there after like year one going, fuck you, Osprey. Uh, we're the Vikings, not the Seahawks, you queers. Uh, go bother someone in covert Michigan. They're the Seahawks, you idiots. And just took down, I don't know if covert uh, actually even has a high school, let alone that their names are the Seahawks, but that's beside the point. Just to get up there and get rid of the nest. Right, these things are a nuisance. They're taking shits all over our lights. It's going to be a, a heck of a mess for us to clean up. But I'll take. I did take a picture of the big old Viking. That'll be the uh, the picture I use for today's podcast. I'm killing it, everybody. I uh, took Wean Dog to the vet. Uh, as I mentioned last time, Wean Dog having some head problems. Uh, ear problems, so we took her, and apparently, get this, everybody, this this is kind of gross. A uh, wean dog had a yeast infection. Gross. Am I right, everybody? That's just gross. I don't know how wean dog got a yeast infection in her ear, uh, but she did. So, we took her in. Uh, the doc said she got a whole bunch of gunk out all the yeast i guess and then she turned it into pizza crust i guess i don't know what you do with it and then she put some stuff in her ears she put them in both ears to make sure that it doesn't happen so wean dog uh as much as i love wean dog she is a mess of a dog she has so many allergy problems and anxiety problems this dog it's a fucking mess. A lot of mental health issues or something going on with Wean Dog. I don't. I don't know. Whoever had her uh, before completely wrecked her, and now I have to pick up the mess. But she's doing all better now. Wean Dog's being a good dog. She was good when we took her on that trip uh, to Dutch Village. Maybe she's a Dutch dog, and she's like, "Oh, this is home." But uh, speaking of mental illness and everything, everybody, uh, my buddy Charlie, who is a uh, listener of this podcast, uh, put something on his facial book page. And uh, Charlie, God bless him, he puts about 30 different things on his page a day, uh, whether they're memes or funny videos or whatever. Uh, And I know this to be a fact because I went to go and try and find this clip that I saw that I want to talk about on his page. And I couldn't fucking do it. I w- it took me like 42 minutes to go through his page. And, and I only went through like two days of stuff of his. And I couldn't couldn't find it. 
So I did a little uh, Google search. Thanks, Google. And uh, I found it. And what this is, um, this is a clip from a TED Talk that happened, I think, back in June. It happened in Germany. And it is a scholar. And by, uh, by me saying scholar, I'm using air quotes. You can't see me do it, but I imagine in your brain Stu doing air quotes around the word scholar uh, but the scholar is saying that pedophilia is a sexual orientation that should be accepted by members of society so i'm going to play it's like a minute and a half clip i may stop it depending upon how angry i get all right so here we go check it out everybody uh scholar air quotes talking about pedophilia all of us feel discomfort when we think about pedophiles Okay, uh, context two, uh, this is taking place in Germany, and this uh, student is German, this young lady is German, by young, I mean, she's probably, she's not even in her 30s, she's in her mid-20s, probably, uh, so there we go, alright, here we go. We're not responsible for our feelings, we do not choose them. But we are responsible for our actions, and we must make a decision. It and I, I think at this point, everyone in the crowd, they just did a crowd shot, is thinking, Jesus fucking Christ, lady. Uh, what? ...to reflect and to overcome our negative feelings about pedophiles. And to treat them. No, lady, I am not getting over my negative feelings towards pedophiles. Sorry, it's not happening. With the same respect we treat other people with, we should accept that pedophiles are people who have not chosen their sexuality and who, unlike... See, all right, all right. here's the problem. She's saying that pedophilia is a sexuality thing no different than like homosexuality or heterosexuality and all right let's get back to it most of us will never be able to live it out freely if they want to lead an upright life we should accept that pedophilia is a sexual preference yes from an emotion okay now for some reason in this clip i don't understand uh it, it stopped with that first lady and now it's moved on to a second lady and what's up with you ladies thinking pedophilia is all right? Uh, and so now this lady is talking as well. So, all right, here, hold on a second. ...point of view, I can kind of understand that you want to, would want to eliminate these people from society. However, it doesn't make sense. And that's because we're talking about biology. We're talking about a sexual orientation. Something that we simply cannot change. And on top of that, every day, new people are born with the same difficulty. So it's not practical to eliminate these people from society. They haven't done anything wrong. Ah, uh, ah, uh, boy. Uh, yeah, what? What the fuck? I can't even imagine. Um, if you do want to... Uh, you can go find it if you want to Google it. Thanks, Google. If you want to Google it yourself, uh, you can find the whole clip. Uh, it's on YouTube. Um, I think I'm actually looking at 
lifesitenews.com. It's on there. It's a whole 13 and a half minute long lecture. And I'm just, I can't lie, everybody. I'm just not going to watch it. Um, the, the, the lady's name is, it's German, and I'm sure I'm going to wreck it. Uh, it's Mirham Hein. And I'm reading to this to you from lifesitenews.com. Gave a lecture in defense of pedophiles during the independently organized TEDx talk at the University of Würzburg in Germany in May. So this happened in May. The title given to Heinz's talk was Why Our Perception of Pedophilia Has to Change. And, and no, no, it doesn't, everybody. No. Introducing her theme with the story of Jonas, they put that in quotes, a 19-year-old pedophile who studies law and plays soccer. She asked her listeners to put aside their revulsion for pedophiles. Anyone could be born a pedophile. And no, um, I, don't, I don't believe that. Uh, I don't agree that to be true. Um, she is saying that it's, a, it's an orientation, and I don't believe it's an orientation. Uh, it's a mental illness, and to be perfectly honest, I think most of it is caused by uh, trauma in your life. You were sexually abused yourself uh, as a child, and so now it's become this thing of like uh, it's power and coercion and manipulation. And uh, someone who, when I was doing social work, I ran. Uh, a perpetrators group everybody i ran when i worked at pine rest uh we had many perpetrators who were kids themselves and i had run a group of uh anywhere it was anywhere from like three to i think maybe our largest group was eight kids at a time who've perpetrated on other kids in a sexual manner and would i say that they were born all as uh pedophiles like this is their orientation F fuck no uh, you're high, lady. Uh, you're drunk. Uh, you, you don't know what you're talking about. Um, I get that we need to look at it as a mental illness. Because uh, clearly that's what it is. But I'll, I'll tell you this too. There is no, there's no curing it. There is no uh, rectifying it. Uh, there's no eliminating it. The only way that you can... Uh, keep track of it is through uh external external things of like if things continue to happen if perpetration continue happens you're going to lose your freedom you're going to lose jobs and home and everything else relationships with people it's all going to be gone right and that's how it it should be you don't sexually molest children you don't have sexual thoughts towards children. Uh, to think otherwise, you're, you're fucking, you're fucking weirdo, man. You're fucking, there's something fucking wrong with you or some shit. So it's weird. Um, during it, during her own dis, uh, debate, uh, editorial lecture, Hein uh, was confused herself because she said heterosexuality and pedophilia were both orientations while saying pedophilia can be heterosexual, homosexual, and bisexual. She intimated that a non-pedophile could sexually abuse a child but also included within her definition of pedophiles pedophiles people attracted to a lesser extent to adults. 
And although she seems to think people are born pedophiles, she also said pedophilia has biological, social, and psychological factors. So it just seems like this chick doesn't know uh, what the hell's going on. She isn't quite sure what the hell she's talking about. Um, but they are trying to do a scrubbing of this video. Uh, coming from TED Talk. After reviewing the talk, we believe it cites research in ways that are open to serious misinterpretation. This led some viewers to interpret the talk as an argument in favor of an illegal and harmful practice. Furthermore, after contacting the organizer to understand why it had been taken down, because apparently the it has, it's been trying to be taken down, we learned that the speaker self-requested to be removed from the internet because she had serious concerns about her own safety in its wake. Yeah. Yeah, exactly everybody like what what did you think was going to happen lady what did, what did you think was going to happen when you're trying to normalize this behavior uh i mean would you would you have to if someone was like yeah man i'm i'm really down uh with murder uh rape you know that's my orientation is rape uh or even like if you want to go with the sexuality stuff, bestiality. Like I'm, I'm attracted to dogs. Dogs is where it's at, right? You'd be like, ah, no, you're high. Uh, it's not right. It's wrong. Um, it doesn't happen that way. No one is born attracted to fucking dogs. No one is born attracted to children. It just doesn't happen. Okay, lady, I get what you're trying to say that we need to treat these people. I'm all about treatment, but don't try to normalize it. Because uh, when you normalize it, weird shit's going to happen. And this weird shit is weird enough as it is. Go check it out. It's uh, Right now, if you do want to see the whole thing, lifesightnews.com. I had someone try to, to say that it was uh, normalized. And I'm like, man, I hope that guy's on a list. I hope Big Brother is watching him. Because he's a goddamn weirdo. I finished reading that Amy Schumer book, everybody, and I liked it. Uh, somehow along the way, though, I managed to get Penmark and Mustard Stains on the cover. <laughs> and I would think Amy Schumer would be 100% cool with that. The one thing I was disappointed in the book, though, was that she never talked about her relationships with um, Anthony Jeselnik. The, those two dated for a while, and I know they dated for a while because... The first time she came to Laugh Fest, she had a show, and Jesselnik had a show, and they just happened to be the same time frame. They're both Friday, Saturday. And they, Laugh Fest was making this big stink about if you're talking to her, you couldn't mention his name, you couldn't talk about him, she'd get upset, and you're like, what the f you're fucking, you're goddamn adults. Like, if you're going to get all in a rage because someone mentioned your name, like, is this junior high, high school bullshit? And apparently, God, I can't remember who opened up for her. But I guess, like, their times were staggered. Like, her times were, like, 8 and 10.30, and his shows were, like, 9 and 11 or something. And so when her show was done, she was like, hey, you want to go over and see Anthony? Go catch his show? It's all just stupid. I wish she had. But for the most part, it was, it was a decent book, everybody. Go read it. Uh, she's an interesting character. Again, I'm not a fan of her comedy, but her, her life story is pretty interesting and, and some of her relationship stuff is kind of funny. So I gave it a thumbs up. I started reading the Groucho Marx book that he wrote. 
his his own autobiography checking that out if you guys have any books that you think i should read let me know man i'm trying to do some more stuff trying to change my life make it better make it interesting i'm trying to find a goddamn new job everybody i can't stay uh at the hospital i i like it enough but i've done you know it's a very low level job and then after a while you've just done everything you can at the job and i've done everything i can at the job and i don't see any upward movement at the job so it's time to look elsewhere am i right god i don't want to do social work anymore Woo-wee! so uh, i've been diligently putting out stuff there man trying to find trying to find a new job we'll see what i can do don't have too many skills that's a shit thing my skills are uh social work and telling dick jokes and none of those things really seem to translate into other things but We'll figure things out, everybody. It'll be all right. So uh, that's it, everybody. I'm done. Go vote tomorrow. I'm going to go vote tomorrow. Send me pictures of you with your vote stickers if you did. Uh, send any kind of book recommendations. If you got a job opening, let me know. Hook me up. And, and if, you, if you're if you cool with uh, pedophilia, go fuck yourself. Do that for me. And uh, that's it, everybody. I'll see you on Thursday. We're going to figure out what's Adventure Thursday going to be. If you got an idea for that, let us know too. I'm always down with doing some day trips. So, all right, everybody. I hope you stay dry, Team PDU. And please, for the love of all that is holy, you make, make America smart again. And I got to, I always forget, I got to tell you, I remind you to go like the fan page, Elemental Podcast on the facial book. There's also the fan fan page of Six Member Mafia. That's six with two X's. Go like that. And there's also the subreddit. If you're on Reddit and I still have never gone. Apologies to Mark. I know I need to go check it out, Mark. You, you, you set it all up together for me, and I've never once looked at it. And I know I should. So, But anyway, you guys are the greatest of all time. You're wonderful. Thank you very much. Uh, T&P, bye.